Hey, hey, hey! Welcome to Star's Train of Thoughts. This podcast is dedicated to putting out content about empowerment, self-discovery, and personal development. This platform, I'll also be sharing my stories and experiences with my faith, anxiety, personal struggles, and everything in between. So buckle up, get ready, because the next episode's coming up. Hey guys, and welcome to another podcast episode. So for this one, I'm gonna be talking about envy. I had this blog post that I did about envy mindset, and I thought of doing an audio clip on this blog. So envy mindset. I actually written this like a Friday, August 21. So I woke up at 5 in the morning and I had this heavy feeling. It was probably because of my sleeping position or maybe just the body adjusting to my waking. I wanted to write, yet I was not sure of what I should be talking about. Then I just watched a video. That video was my first take on my devotional for the day. I was so encouraged with the context of the video because it was so full of wisdom. And the person, you know, speaking, shared something relatable. And here I am just absorbing everything, trying to process, trying to embrace all the thoughts and wisdom that this person was sharing. And it came to a point when I felt something negative in me. You know, I felt envy. I felt envy with the platform that person had and how large the audience was as compared to mine. So it's very common that we easily compare ourselves to another human being or whatever that person's accomplishments are, whatever you know experiences that person has. So we easily get to compare everything, especially now with the modern and digital age, that we see all these things posted online, posted on their social media, all the all the things that they have, all the the experience that they had. So we easily get envy. Envy actually is very difficult because it gets destructive. At the same time, it is really a sin that all of us are tempted to experience. That led me to writing about envy. But before we go through my blog post, let me just share with you or talk about why is envy considered a sin. It was being mentioned, you know, in Galatians 5 verses 19 to 21, when envy springs up and is allowed to live and grow in a person's heart, it has horrible consequences. We can see many accounts of that in the Bible, of course, like as we have known in Genesis 4 verses 3 to 8, when Abel's sacrifice was respected by God and Cain was not, so Cain killed his brother out of envy. It was seen in number 16 when Korah was envious of Moses. And also in 1 Samuel when Saul let envy of David enter his heart. Result was that he was killed. It's not just limited to us. It's not just limited to the people in the Bible. But everybody ever since have experienced this kind of sin, this envy. It's really you know, evident in our lives, especially when we absorb it. And it could get to a point where... It rots up to the very deep of our soul, you know? It's very easy for us to get envious when we compare ourselves with other people, you know, with the possessions that they have, even with the 
traits or the personalities a person have and even their ministry. If you see this type of leader and you just admire that person, it's okay to admire what his or her accomplishments are. But if we get to a point where we get so envious that we try to manipulate that person or hate that person or you know, destroy their talents or their ministries or the opportunities, it's kind of getting out of hand. Actually, it has this conscious work that we have to do. It takes a lot of work in us to try to become free from it. And sometimes when we also compare ourselves with the accomplishments of another person, sometimes we get bitter and we choose not to rejoice or celebrate with them. And that's kind of a sad thing, but it's the reality. Everybody experiences this some of us even overcame this it's not an exemption that we are free from this because it can keep on happening it's not a sin to be tempted but if we allowed it to live inside us to absorb in us to reflect in our hearts that's when it becomes destructive you know it could divide people it could destroy relationships and it just can cause bitterness in us you know the saying or the thought we should not be bitter, but we should try to be better. So it's always going to be with that cycle. Dapat. The circumstances that we are in, we cannot control that, but we can try to overcome it and we can pray about it. Let me just share with you just some of my envy experiences throughout my life. So ever since I was a teen, I found out that I was easily envious. I was comparing myself to the people around me, how blessed they are materially, or with something that is even seen physically in their body or with the clothes that they wear or the accessories that they have. So I wondered why my schoolmates have better gadgets than me. Why they have great cars and better houses. So I studied at Stella Marie's Academy of Davao and I know that was kind of peer pressure. You know, growing up, I see a lot of my batchmates, oh, they have this driver, they have this personal service but why do i have to commute that's what i felt when i was in high school why don't i have baon in school why do you have to go home at lunchtime but nevertheless i even thought way back that it was kind of a blessing for me like i live just five minutes away from our school because our lunch break before would take us around an hour and 40 minutes so I guess it was such a blessing that sometimes I can take a nap. Sometimes I even take my lunch shower and go to school in the afternoon feeling fresh. So it was kind of a blessing. And yeah, I compare myself with my classmates where they have their baon and I, I don't have my baon because I have to eat at home. But I don't know, it's just petty comparison, I guess. When I was in grade school back then, my mom was selling cell phones unit before. So I was so happy because of the benefit I had with it. I had my first cell phone when I was 10 years old. I was grade 4 then. My first cell phone was a 5110. Then I jumped to 3210, 3310, 8210. So the list goes on. But the benefit I had with it, you know, every now and then, I would change my cell phone unit in just months to a better one. And I loved it because it made me powerful in a sense and even superior to my other classmates because I have something that they don't. It also came to a point where I wondered why other people have a boyfriend and I don't. Yes, as early as 12 years old, I was seeking this kind of relationship already. 
it made me feel ugly for not having one and it made me feel that I'm not worth any guy's attention. Back then, my worth and identity were compromised because this was my only basis before. So back then, I didn't have someone leading me and all I can see are my older cousins having different relationships and partying all night long, you know, gimmick here, gimmick there. So it was something I also wanted for myself. Because it's what I was surrounded with. It's what I was picturing out what my future would be like. In a way that it seemed cool. And it was being accepted by society. Because before there were no liquor ban. There were no curfew. And as early as I think my first time to party with my cousins. I was 13 years old. And I felt so cool that my schoolmates in high school were kind of shocked that I was in the party scene as early as that age. So I felt like I was so cool. I guess it became my normal and I felt like that was really my path. So that was the reason why I started having relationships as early as 12 years old. It was not that serious, you know, text dito, text doon, tawag dito, tawag doon. It's not really that type of relationship na you would say that it was a real and deep relationship. It was not that serious, but I know it messed something up in me. You know, jumping from one guy to another just to receive love and attention from the wrong sources. There came a point where I also wondered why other families travel more than our family. I felt envious, but around high school when our family started traveling, only now that I realize, when I look back at it, I realized that I had a different timeline from my other classmates that God had planned a different thing for our family, right up to this point where I even travel alone. I would not have imagined a better gift from God than His protection and favor when it comes to my love of travel. So talking about envy, comparison builds it up. I know I always compare my life with other people. All the things that I mentioned earlier really led me to be envious in a way that whenever I want something and I don't have it, I would feel bad. Sometimes up to the point where I curse and get mad at the person. So it was kind of toxic before. So going back to the video that I mentioned earlier, the thought of how the video was perceived by the audience made me envious because I was comparing it with my content journey, with where I am, with my content creation. I really dream of having a huge audience. I long for a bigger group of people listening in, reading my posts, watching my videos, I just wanted to have a big impact or influence right away. I've always reminded myself that I should not be focused on what is physically seen or the numbers of people I'm reaching, but just focus on the content of what I'm producing. And as long as I touch one heart, one person, I know God will be honored. I kept on reminding myself about this and it's what pushed me all this time. But I wondered why that time I was having this feeling of doubt in me. And here I was, reminded by God that I needed to deepen my faith and trust in Him. That I have a different timeline from the people I compare myself with. That I have a different group of people to influence. That God was leading a separate group of people for me to touch. It may not be seen with the eyes, you know, the number of viewers, the number of listeners, but I needed to remind myself that it will not be me who will change a person, but it is within God's power. 
you know, having this sinful human nature, it is normal that sometimes we have these negativities. For those who truly know me, I was a very jealous and envious person before. Through the years of being fearful of this emotion, of this sin, and of trying to avoid dealing it, I eventually got tired. I got tired of being controlled by this strong emotion, and I just encouraged myself and consistently remind myself of God's truth and that I needed to fight this. I felt that God is sending a message to me about this issue and I know God is working something in me with my current season. There's a big difference with just accepting or admitting that you have envy or that you easily get envious. And it's another thing to try to fight that, to try to overcome that. So it says in James chapter 3, verses 14 to 16, let me share with you this verse. It says that, But if you harbor bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast about it or deny the truth. For where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you find disorder and every evil practice. Such wisdom does not come down from heaven, but is earthly, unspiritual, and demonic. In the context of James chapter 3, first and foremost, having envy and selfish ambitions in our hearts is normal. Of course, because we are human. But it does not mean that it is right. We need not boast about these things and we need to be fighting this and trying our best for it to not consume our hearts. It was mentioned that where we have envy and selfish ambition, there we will find disorder and evil. Have you ever experienced having this strong envy where it leads you to be grumpy and angry at the world and is being reflected on how you are treating everyone around you? I know how difficult it is because I experience it for myself. I'm not saying that I'm not experiencing it anymore, but now I'm trying my best not to be on that same wavelength as where I was before. We have no control over the things that appear in our lives, but we have control over how we respond. We need to be doing something about it to fight it and be above it. It is only possible with the help of God. We need to lift this to God and pray about it before we start to overcome it. We need to be aligning ourselves with the truth for us to be reminded about what really matters. It says in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 1, Therefore, rid yourselves of all malice and all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and slander of every kind. So I was given most of my life the things I wanted, and I know it contributed to how I am today. I was not even being a good steward of the things I'm blessed with. I even demand things to go my way because I guess I just got used to it. You know, I was kind of a spoiled brat in some point in my life. <laughs> That's why I have this selfishness in me. You know, I needed to have things my way and I needed to have material things right then and there. If I want something, I want to buy it agad. But when God took all the things that mattered to me and left me with only the necessary and important things, I was forced to see things from a different perspective, from a different angle, from a new set of eyes. It helped me to see things in the eyes of God. We all know that not everything in this world, what is happening in our world, can easily be understood. 
Not everything was meant to be understood, but it takes a higher level of faith and that we put our trust in God, that whatever He brings to our lives, we embrace and accept them. Because in the end, we know it only brings us to His glory. It is also common to get envious of the success of other people or the better platform or career that they have. But we need to learn to rejoice in other people's success without being envious. We need to flee away from this kind of negative reaction and start celebrating these people's success. Have you ever experienced this before when your friend or when someone close to you have been successful or have something great that you also wanted for yourself and you get so envious? You choose not to celebrate or congratulate that person, diba? We all have experienced that. But we should not compare because God has a different plan for our lives and He has a different timeline for us. For us to make God's goodness our lens in the middle of this issue, we need to renew the way we receive and perceive these things. We need to refresh our perception of things that are not even worth being envy about. We have to believe that God will bless us, not the same as others, but on a different light or on a different time. And that alone helps me to overcome envy. And I hope it helps you too. We move closer to God for us to be away from the temptation of becoming envy. Envy can destroy us. Envy distracts us from identifying and acknowledging God's goodness and His blessing in our lives. It blinds us to the things that are important and the things that He is blessing us with. It is telling us to be discontented with life. It is such danger that is why this is considered to be part of the bad fruits. It halts us from being fruitful. It stops us from being grateful. It leads us to think that God does not love us. So let us not let envy take away our sight of God's goodness. Let me just leave you with this Bible verse coming from Jeremiah 29 verse 11. For I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans for good and not for disaster, to give you a hope and a future. So that's it for this podcast episode. I hope you learned something and I hope it would help you also to overcome this envy mindset. So thank you for listening and I hope you get to hear some more of my podcast episode. You can listen to my podcasts in Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and Podbean. Feel free to listen to it, download it, and even share it to your friends. So thank you. That's it for now. Bye!